I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys podcast with you every step of the way. You have me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepard. We are here because we've watched season three, episode six, which is titled I Do. Quite on the nose, considering some of the actions of the episode and events. Would you not say? I, I would say. You would say. You do say. I do. Uh, Jack, uh, oh, I mean, for those who don't remember this, the episode where in flashback we see Kate get married, but also on the island in more dramatic events. Uh, Jack agrees to do Ben's surgery, but then uses it to his advantage to help Kate and Sawyer. Escape and Sawyer. The second island. Not that he knows it's second island. Jack, reviews on this unofficial mid-season finale. Yeah, I th- I enjoyed it enough. I mean, Kate and Sawyer now, they're a thing. They've had mm. sex. He finally got in in there. Well, she got in there. It's only t- it's only taken, what? S- two and a half Over, seasons. Yeah, exactly. And a mid-season finale. Yeah, that's but, what it took. You know, I think Jack's happy for them because he wants them to be uh, to be free. I mean, we've got lots to talk about in regards to that and Jack's motivations here. Yeah, but that was, that was my biggest takeaway was sex. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As, oh God, I'm working with a kid here, guys. <laughs> Absolute kid. Wait, um, Sawyer's so is, so is having sex all over the place. Anna Lucia? Yeah, Sawyer's so had a bit of sex on the island. He has. Yeah. yeah. Sex watch. Sex watch. Forget number watch. <laughs> we need music on <laughs> sex watch. Um, so what was your general view of this episode? I... I did. I didn't. I did quite like. I like where it's going. Like mm. I like. I thought Jack was really good in this episode, mm. and I still think that Kate's flashbacks aren't great. I will second that in this instance. I know you really have an issue with Kate's flashbacks. I don't know why more generally than I do. Um, but this one isn't great. No, it's not. Also, just a bit. Um, it's a bit of a stretch. To presume that she'd be married to a cop. What do you mean to presume? Well, she's she's on a she's on a like she's on the run. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she just ends up in Miami and <laughs> marries a cop. Yeah. I th- I mean that's just clever on her part, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Hiding in plain sight. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. I go. I take it all back. I think it's very clever flashbacks. Yeah. There you go. So this was the last episode to air before a thirteen-week hiatus. Thirteen. Um, yeah. Not a number, but a no, lot. But a long time. I remember it was annoying. It was annoying. We had six episodes and this was the, the mid-season finale, as it were. Um, yeah. So it was written as such. It was written in the way that it would be seen as, you know, ending on a massive cliffhanger for us to wait for 13 long weeks. Why? Uh, I think I think that's just the way they decided to do season three. Odd. I mean, that's become quite a common thing in TV. They Usually do all the time you get half and dead. half, though. So, like, it, it came back and then it aired another, I mean, it went 7 to 23 episodes. Mm. So, it had, like, a, a majority when it came back. That just seems odd to kind of, I mean, when, like, Walking Dead does it, it does, like, proper half and half. Breaking Bad did it, it was proper yeah. half and half. Half and half, yeah. This is, like, a third, two thirds. It's like a mini season within a larger season. Are you going to make me wait 13 weeks? Well, I would, but we've got listeners who I actually don't want to make them wait. Oh, that's nice. We've got listeners. <laughs> One or two. Yeah. 
Hi, April. All four of you. <laughs> yeah, hi, Mum. This episode got 70 million viewers, though. So we're still pulling in the viewers at this stage, you know? Yeah. Of the game. That's big. Still hanging in. Yeah. Um, so, should we delve in? Should we talk about um, Kate and Sawyer stuff first? Let's do it. So, yeah. I mean, it becomes clear. For, uh, the, these episodes have been building up a few things. One of which is that... Um, Pickett, Danny Pickett, angry guy, mm. uh, really hates Sawyer and wants to kind of take out his grief of his wife Colleen being killed out on Sawyer. And in this episode, it kind of firmly establishes it immediately that this guy wants to kill Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit like Juliet even says that. She, like, she paints that out for the viewer. He's going to kill Sawyer. And <laughs> it's like, okay, it's gonna it's gone quite extreme quite quickly. But I suppose I, it is a mid-season finale. I kind of bought it. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I didn't think it was too quick. I I think I predicted that he was going to pick on someone because of, of Sun's actions. Sun's of all people. Sun's like, actions. that's going to be a shock, isn't it? Sun caused a real thing here. Yeah. She made their life hell, didn't she? Soy's really, just going to be in shock and awe when he meet, meets Sun and it's just like... Which one of you killed Colleen? <laughs> Do you reckon that's a question that will be, that'll be risen? I reckon so. After the maybe the reunion. Who knows that Sawyer and someone will ever see each other again, man? Who knows? I mean, probably. But You think? Yeah. I'm trying to think of any character who just never see each other again now. I mean, Sawyer's never gonna see Echo again. Nope, true. Nor is Kate or Jack. No, there's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, like Pickett's almost giving Sawyer a day off from doing the, the breaking and hauling rocks thing. <laughs> Kate's like, no, 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 no. We're a team. Absolute dick move by Kate, isn't it? <laughs> just like, no, he's not sitting around. He's coming with. He's going to be working out. It's just, it's he's unfair. Loving the, the opportunity of just sitting there doing bugger all. He just wants to eat his fish biscuits. Yeah, mate. It's all he wants. Don't we all? He want, if you gave him a good book, put him in there, oh, maybe with mate. a TV. He'd be munching away that fish biscuit. <laughs> Turning their pages. <laughs> it's unfair that Jack has the TV because Jack hates TV. Yeah. I think this is, they're we, doing the torture, aren't they? This is. <laughs> Jack Mr. asking what his favorite film is. He just wouldn't have an answer for you. Sawyer, who just like quotes every film that's ever been made. <laughs> oh, he's such a, he's such a uh, popular culture whore, isn't he? Also? Oh, he loves it. He loves it. He absolutely <laughs> loves it. Uh, funnily enough, though, Kate, she says uh, to the others that Sawyer and her are a team, and she says that he breaks rocks, she hauls them. But that's actually incorrect. She's bullshitting, because when we first see them uh, in action in the second episode, it's the opposite way round. So I don't know what Kate's talking about there. Neither do I. She's just, I don't know. She's just getting all caught up, isn't she, in the moment? Um, I think that Sawyer and Kate, personally, for me in this episode... it. This doesn't really convince me, if I'm honest. Really? Yeah. I, I just, I'm always left with a bit of a, I really like this episode. I like where it goes, like you do. I like the build up. Um, but the story and K moments have never been my favourite. I think I'm too much of a Koya fan. Koya, I mean, they call it Skate. Nah, Koya. Just Koya. They call it <laughs> Skate. You just, you were literally swinging in <laughs> and, and, and calling it Koya when it's Skate. <laughs> Uh, skaters out there are going to be skaters going to hate I feel like I'm a Koya Koyas all the Koyas out there represent when I'm a (laughs) cack I'm a cack cack. self-proclaimed K 
cack. Um, were they jates? They were jates. Yeah. yeah, jate and skate. Jate and skate. Even Evangeline Lilly said this when I said, who is your favourite character or, or your favourite actor to work with? And she said, well, I'm not going to say Matthew Fox or Josh Holloway because I might like cause ruck- a massive uh, ripple of unease among the skate and jate community. I don't understand how you can be a... A, um, a jater. A jater, yeah. I think... Okay, I can tell you why. Go on. That last scene. That is more of a moment between them than Sawyer and Kate have in the entire episode and they have sex and say they love each other. Well, she he says it and she insinuates it. So that's why I prefer Jake. Fair enough. The scenes have got what? more heft. He when he says to her, I mean we'll come back to this, but when he says to her, like, you know, do you remember the story I told you on the on you know, on the island on the first day we got here and all that? I'm like, Yeah, I remember. I'm like, that's that's cringe, mate. Oh, I remember Don't even it. start. He re- just she just like ploughed some dude. Let her have a minute. Ploughed, who are you? That's what she did. She made love. Oh, so you're calling it love now? She she wouldn't have done that if she didn't think she loved him. Think, 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 think. Hmm. Think is the key word here. I'm, I'm. I'd love to know what everyone else thinks. Jay and Skate. We've not actually ra- risen this amongst our listenership. I think we should. Yeah, we should ask like what you thought at this stage. Yeah, just do a little poll. Yeah, because I don't want to know what people think in the future. I want to know what they thought. Season three, episode six. Hmm. What did you think of? Jate and Skate. Well, you're shipping the Sawyer and Kate moment, or Koya and Koya and Cack. Cack. <laughs> Amazing. Saint Blockhead was beating on me. He said, "I love you." That was just game stop, right? I love you too. There's not really much else to say apart from the fact that they do her sex and that she's very worried that Pickett's gonna kill him which he is he's got every intention of doing that and it yeah also they sit around for a long time after having sex well also like people people were getting killed like Sawyer was just nearly killed and now they're just sitting there like they know they're gonna get in trouble if they stay there Mm. they don't know that Jack's doing this crazy operation to like you know keep attention away well, at this stage, Kate kind of knows. So, so Kate gets whisked away. Juliet says because elsewhere, which we'll get scenes, we'll get to. Jack is refusing to operate on Ben. Um, and Juliet's got obviously got his last ditch attempt to try and get him to do it. But obviously, we don't really know what Juliet wants mm. because of the scenes last week where she says you should probably try and kill him. And she puts a bag over Kate's head and takes her to see Jack, which is the first. Jake, Jack and Kate scene we've had um, this season yeah through glass Loki one of my favourite moments of the episode is I really love it I think it's quite I mean it's because I'm a cack but it, <laughs> it's quite chilling and it's just quite sad to see to, to kind of think of what's transpired since they were on the Parlor Ferry dock and the others kidnapped them and just what they've kind of endured and and they've been separated and they were two characters who were never really that separate uh, save for a few little rows and spats. Yeah. Quite, quite moving scene. Do you not think? Yeah. I thought it I thought it was a good little scene. Really good. Yeah, really good. I, you know, well acted. Matthew Fox. Mm. That's his name, right? Yeah. He's really good in this episode. He is, isn't he? I'm like buying Jack more. But maybe... Uh, yeah. I just well, don't get him and Kate still. It's a bit where... Well, I do. You know what I do? I just think he fancies her and I feel feel like she feels a bit sorry for him. Don't know why. Do you think? 
I don't know. I I think God, we are going deeper in the analysis of of the of the love triangle here in a way that I didn't think we would. But I think she genuinely thought Sawyer might die and wanted to give him the last one bit last of go happiness. around, last bit of happiness. <laughs> I think if she had to choose personally right now, if she had to choose, she'd pick Jack in a heartbeat over Sawyer. I think. But she views she almost feels like she's a kindred spirit of Sawyer's. That's why I like. I think her and Sawyer, they're like two people on the run. Mm. You know, they're Jack's too nice and stable. He's like the easy pick. You know. Yeah. People like a bad boy. Like me. Like I would be the bad boy and you would be the easy pick. That's outrageous. Dude, you've watched Lost eight times. Yeah. That's like It's bad boy behaviour that. But- <laughs> That bad boy That's behavior. predictable behaviour. That is not predictable. <laughs> it's wildly unpredictable. No, because we sad. know that once you finish with me, you're just going to go find, find the next lostie person, around. Start another podcast. <laughs> yeah, Lost. I'll be opening applications very soon. So keep your eyes your eyes open. <laughs> um, I think yeah, but Sawyer when like when he says, oh, you know, when you were, you know, you said I love you. Were you just saying that to get that guy from from stopping hitting me? And, she just kisses him. He's like, yeah, I love you too. I'm like, no, what, why are those words coming from your mouth, Sawyer? You're less cool now. Yeah, but I like You're a that. loner and you embrace the lonerism. I like that he's a softie at heart. You know, yeah. I think there are a lot of layers to Sawyer. There are a lot of layers to Sawyer, but this isn't one I particularly love. I, I like it. I think because I can relate as a fellow bad boy with a soft centre. Why are you a bad boy then? I'd love to know. Because I never... A, a bad boy never calls themselves a bad boy. That's the rule, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, you wouldn't know, mate. Not like bad boys and bad boys. They literally sing a song about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Jesus. what I'm doing, basically. Um, so... I'm Will Smith. The Jack and... You are not Will Smith. The Jack <laughs> not and, and Kate stuff. I love the scene because I love the turnaround where she says, you've got to do it. You've got to do the operation. And then Jack's like, me, like oh, God, bait... They're like trying to trick me here and all this and all that. Yeah. And then Jack just like turns on Kate and he's like, get her out, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's just quite sad, quite scary, quite, I don't know, I don't like it. I don't like seeing her, him shout at her like that. I know what you mean, but you mean? he's doing it because he cares. He's doing it because he cares, absolutely. What did they do to you? Nothing. How did they get you to ask me? Jack, what did they please. offer you? Nothing. Then what are you doing here? They're going to kill Sawyer. But he still, at this stage, still has no intention of doing the operation on Ben. No. He still has no, no intention at all. It isn't until he sees the video of surveillance of Kate and Sawyer in, in the cage. Yeah, because he's just about to go on the run, isn't he? He's, he's got a gun. I mean, the, okay, so let's talk about this. The door op- is opened. You hear who we presume to be Alexandra Russo. Yes. On the intercom saying, try the door. Oh, he tries the door. It's open. There's no one there. Then he goes into Ben's like little sort of creepy surveillance pad. And then he finds a gun and all that. And then he sees something. Okay, and then Ben walks in. And you just know that Ben's like, I'm about to die. I don't really care anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And then he, Jack's like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. But I need you to promise me one thing. Do you remember what he promises? He asks. That Kate and Sora are safe. That you get me off the, the hell off this island. Oh. Like you promised me back in episode two, you said if you did what I did when the time, if you did what I said when the time came, I'd get you off this island. Now, two things that I want to raise with you and our dear listeners: one is 
Was it part of the plan to, to get the door unlocked for Jack to come out and see that? Oh, because Ben is. Let's not forget, Ben is like kind of not a chess player. Always one step ahead. Always like five steps ahead, it seems. So could that be part of the plan? Because if so, it works. But what? So if this is part of Ben's plan. Just was it part of Ben's plan for Jack to see that? But if it's part of his plan, then he's fucked himself. Well, no, because he agrees to do the, the operation. So in his mind at that time, he's... Okay. Yeah, do you see what I mean? But he still has fucked himself in well, he the has long because, run. Because, yeah, he, but Jack's obviously been a boy about it. Yeah. And, like, and use it to his advantage. But we'll get to that. So he... Oh, so he set up Kate and Sawyer. Well, just, just, just maybe when he saw Kate and Sawyer, he thought it'd be good if Jack saw that. Because Jack... Just thought he'd use it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't buy that. Do you not? Not quite. So I think it's very convenient that the door just happens to open and, and then he sees them at that time. There's no one in there and everything. Coincidence or fate. Yeah, fair enough. That uh, is like the ultimate touche about the lost. So yeah, it's like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Bollocks. No escape. Ben makes a quip as well. He says, if I were a betting man, I would have picked her and you. Ooh. That's actually a, 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 um, a line that was said on the official Lost podcast that uh, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse used to do. Where they used to, where they said, uh, "All right, betting man, I'll bet you five dollars that she chooses Jack." Damon said that, and it was like a funny thing amongst the fandom. So they made Michael Emerson say it in this episode. I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd have gone with Jack and Kate. As Same well. here. Good job we're not all betting men, isn't it? Yeah, I know. We all would have lost. We all would have lost. You think that's it now? You think Jake, Jack, and uh, Kate are off? Oh, not by a long way. Well, how are they going to see each other again? If he, anyway, we'll get to that. The other thing I want to say <laughs> is, because there was a two-pronged little thing here. Uh, yeah, there was. Is. <clears throat> ben says, well, Jack says, I need you to promise me. I will, I need you to get me the hell off this island. And Ben says, yes. Okay. Now, I'll break down that line a little bit. Ben's going to get him the hell off this island. Mm-hmm. But Jack doesn't know that they're on the second island. Exactly. Ah, so because he's, he's just just you absolutely pied him with words there. He's just going to send him back to the other <laughs> island. Play. I don't know. Like it's all I thought at the time when I watched it. I was like, oh, he's a cheeky bugger. He doesn't know that he's on the other <laughs> island. And he's... Yeah, I didn't think that he doesn't know that. I will send you home, Jack. I will send you home. He says, home to the uh, to the others, not the others, but you know. Yeah, well, you know, our group. It's 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 what Ben constitutes as home. You know. Anyway. Mm. Especially if, going by what he said, he's lived on this island his whole life, he said to Jack, which you think he's lying about. No, oh, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. You never know of him. I know, I just, I don't believe a word he says, and I think that's the way I should keep it. Yeah, I, I think that's literally his spill. <laughs> he is a character you can never trust. Um, so yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. good, good scene there. Good scene that. And it all just, yeah. Anyway. A lot of good scenes in this episode, actually. Jack's like, just had enough. He just wants off. He wants to go home. It's like he sees... He, I think he does care a lot about Kate. Mm. And I think he just sees him and her and Sawyer and like anyone would be like, do you know what? Screw this. Just get me out of here. I'm done. I think having been, having been separated from them and knowing that they've been together for the past however long, few weeks, has really, really driven a massive wedge between him and um, his group. And I think he would... 
leave them all to go home right now. Well, he has been isolated, hasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, I can understand why he wouldn't, why he just wants to get out. Mm. But he's playing, he's conning Ben a bit. Well, yeah, so, um, well, yeah, okay, so the operation proceeds, he proceeds with the operation. He says he'll do it. Tomorrow. Sorry. Tomorrow morning, first thing. And everything I mentioned before. The instruments, the anesthesia, and someone who can hold a damn clamp. Yes, of course. I'll get it out. Your tumor. And I'll keep you alive. But I need your word. I need what you promised me before. I need to get the hell off this island. And, yeah, he's dressed up in his little blue medic outfit. He's got Juliet as a right-hand woman. Mm. Um... He's got Tom watching on. Juliet and Jack, I'd do that. From up in the gallery. I like that. Sorry? I like Juliet and Jack. Yeah. What do you call that in the fandom? Because they're both just J's. Juliac. Juliac. There you go. I'm a Juliac. Or Jackiet. Or Jackiet. Jackiet. Mm, I think I prefer Juliac. Juliac is very good. Yeah. <laughs> Juliac is very good. Yeah, I mean, at this stage, Juliac, mm, promising. Promising, yeah. Promising. Well, not really, <laughs> because <laughs> they're still kind of in a very awkward predicament. But um, Jack is doing surgery and all seems to be going well until he makes a little incision. A sneaky little cut. Sneaky little cut. Uh, and the monitors start going wild. And then he start, he punches another and he's like, get me a walkie-talkie. Concurrently, pick it. Consent that Ben is now being saved departs uh, the surgery room and goes to kill Sawyer. You know what? What you were saying earlier about Pickett wanting to kill Sawyer. Yeah. It does feel a bit OTT, doesn't it? It doesn't. It feels like they should have. It feels like something should have happened between the two of them. Or, yeah, because I feel that it's own. <sighs> I I buy it like you buy it, but I find it a bit OTT, OTT because it's kind of only present. We know he hates him, we know he beats him up, and yeah. in many ways he's like a bit of a Sawyer himself. Like no, no, not not Sawyer's not a dickhead like him, but he's you know guy who can throw a punch and he's you know and all this and all that. But it's only presented us at the beginning of this episode that he could very well kill Sawyer. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. We've seen him attack him and all this and all that. But it's this episode where he's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It feels like there should have been a moment when, you know, as I said, like like a clicking moment of, oh, this is why I really do want to kill him. Mm. Rather than just episode break, like made a comment, I want to kill him. said, Colleen got what she had come into her. Yeah. Something, you know I mean? something to annoy him. Yeah. Yeah. More than just being a cheeky guy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, he's jealous of the love, isn't he? Well, yeah, and I guess maybe Pickett saw them in the cage as well, or whatever. I mean, sorry, I do think we'll get to Kate because I want to talk about Kate a little. But like, I do feel like Evangeline Lily herself probably hated this episode. I just have a feeling, upon retrospect, she's not a fan of it because she, the scene where she just does have sex with her in the cage, it's like, and I think Kate would do, would do that in such an open area, like you say. Where people, where Tom can just like walk by one minute. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. It seems very, very weird. You think they would have at least 
gone behind the bush or something. I don't know. There aren't any bushes. No, but but she, to she be just, like that naked. She broke them out. So they could have just gone run into a bush and had a, had some sex. Yeah. Back. But then they're probably scared of being tasered. I don't know. A bit kinky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're joking. We're joking. Um, Is he? <laughs> uh, do you remember what Pickett says when he's on his way to kill Jack? I'm going to kill him. Uh, sorry, not to kill Jack, to kill Sawyer. Oh, I'm going to kill him. Jack. Jack's an ass. I'm going to kill Sawyer. You don't remember. <laughs> no, I he don't. says... Shepard wasn't even on Jacob's list. Ah, Jacob. Name drop. Your name. My name. Meta. My name. Presumably Eyepatch Man. Is that your theory? That's my theory. Mm. Okay. What Do you, do you want to flesh that theory out somewhat on that? No. Fair enough. No, I can. I can't give it a go. He's in charge. <laughs> so you think Jacob is in charge? He's making lists. He I does know make that. Lists. He does make lists. We've only we've seen another make a list before. In Ethan. Lost. Ethan? No. No. So he's working off the manifest, but he um, Miss Clue, Miss Clue. Yeah. She writes a list for uh, for Michael. Unless Jacob's just one of the random redcoats walking around the island with the group. Mm. Who's actually another Ethan involved there? Paolo. Paolo's actually Jacob. <laughs> They're going to come back. The Oh no, well none of our lot heard that. But if they had done, you could imagine Sawyer coming back and being like, who's Jacob? Yeah. That would have been good. It's a, it's a random happen. line to be thrown in there just to not go really anywhere, right? Yeah, it is, it is random. I imagine it will go somewhere. Yeah. Because I know that when we were saying that, oh, it's Jack and Jacob doing Lost Boys, people were like, oh my God, I can't believe those are your names. Oh, uh, yeah. So I presume Jacob comes back. That's a very good point you make. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, lost my mind when I first heard this line. I bet you did. I like, fell off, I like kind of like looked at everyone and was like, did they say my name? It's my name in the show. <laughs> ah! Were you just? Were you like? Did you double take? You must have double, triple taked. I was like, did he just say? Did he just say Jacob's list? Who did you watch it with? My auntie and uncle. Did they turn around and go, "Yes, Jacob"? They're like, "Is your name?" And I was like, "That's so exciting." They're like, "Okay, cool." And I was like, "Oh my god, there's someone called Jacob, and he's making lists, and he's important, obviously." And then there was you at home making lists yourself. Absolutely. How like ranking the characters? Absolutely. Every week, I love making lists in general. I do. <laughs> oh, it was a good moment for me. Oh, I bet. That's why I love this episode. Can you can you picture the room you were in when this happened? Absolutely. Is this a life-defining moment? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were in uh, number 30 Arsenal Roads in south-east London, Eltham. Um, yeah, I remember the room. It's great. I hope your auntie doesn't still live there because otherwise people are going to be going there right now. She doesn't. All right. She doesn't. But I'm sorry to people who do. <laughs> that was a landmark. Losties. If you want to go see where Jacob watched Lost. <laughs> Shit. Should we take that out? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. What's the rules of this? I don't know. We don't know. Um, send fan mail. Not to that address not though. Not to that address. You can send it to... No, I'm not giving you my address. No way. Um, so yeah... Uh, Pickett proceeds to attack Sawyer and then he breaks up the love between him and Kay and he has a gun to his head 
And then he just says, I'm going to kill you. And it's for, you know, Colleen. And then saved by, I'd like to say saved by Tom. <laughs> by Mr. Friendly? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he's like, Danny! <laughs> over the <laughs> Over the walkie. <laughs> it's so funny, though, when Jack makes the incision and he's like, hey, you, do you hear me? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Tom is so funny. <laughs> Mr. Friend, Mr. Friendly's growing on me more and more. Really? Yeah. I think he is really funny. He just, like, comes out with just random stuff. He's worlds away from the scary fisherman guy who stole water off the raft right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, he's just quite, quite like him. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I mean yeah. yeah he's funny he's just yeah anyway. I'd go for a beer with him I'd have a beer with Mr. Friend I bet he can sink them as well I was just about to say I bet he knocks them back I bet Ben can't but Ben like like just has like a glass of wine like he's like nurses it he probably has just like soda water or something sits there yeah boring yeah talking about how much he hates Carrie obviously you don't you, you know we're not saying that if you don't drink you're boring we're not saying that we're just saying next to Mr Friendly everyone's boring <laughs> that's what I'm saying especially Benry especially Benry yes we'll see you on the other side Benry so Benry's in a bit of a in a bad bad uh, situation and he says one thing that's true which is which isn't a lie it's that after this surgery everything's going to be very different isn't it and Lordy it looks like it's going to be because yeah. Jack uses uh, surgery to um, his advantage. It's just so he can get... And, you know, Kate and Sawyer, sure, but he just he wants Kate rescued, I think. He wants Kate to get away. Hmm. Um, and he says that he won't save Ben until she until she's she radios with the story that he shared with her on the day they arrived on the island. Oh, God, I love it. And, yeah... I can't you even remember. To run. Can't remember what that story was. You're joking me. I didn't what? ask you because I just assumed you'd know. I can't remember. What was it about his first um, surgery when he he made a wrong incision? Oh, because that's what he's doing now. Yeah, and then he uh, he counted to five: one, two, three. Let the fear in for five seconds. That's all he was going to give it, Jack. Not a number though, is it? Is he got? He's got the number five on his arm. On his tattoos? Yeah. Jesus. Is that why? I'm saying a word about those. <laughs> I've heard I've heard things about Jack's tattoos. What have you heard? I've just heard... I've heard that they come into play. Oh. And I've heard it feels a bit extra. Yeah. Do you know when? No idea. All right. Um, Soon, I hope. So... Th- th- <laughs> uh, really good ending. One of my... I love it. This is probably in my top 25 endings of Lost. Top 25. I love it. The Kate Dammit Run is so good. Mm. So good. You're going to hear it at the end of this episode, guys, and I hope you get the, the, the hairs in the back of your end. Uh, hairs in the back of your end. Hairs in the back of your neck. Stand on end, like they do when every, every time I watch it. It's good. Good bit, of, good bit of heroism by Jack. That's what he said after this episode, didn't we? He said, oh my God, this is the easiest hero of the week we've ever given Jack. Mm-hmm. One of the few we've ever given Jack, yeah, actually. quite true. Quite true. Normally, normally I'm not his biggest fan, but I actually think he did a really good... He was well-written this episode and was kind of... I think because it was a mixture of him, you know, you thought he was angry about stuff, but then he was actually doing it to help someone else. It was like, oh, wow, that is... Felt 
cool. Yeah. And it was like, he actually played a blinder. Mm. He played a blinder. And like Juliet was like, yeah, you can do all this and like make it look like accent and all that. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my friends to safety. And then I'll save him and then cause ruckuses amongst you all. I think because it also, it comes like, trouble in the ranks. Comes right from, you know, left field, doesn't it? Because you think he could play Juliet's game mm. and then he just does his own thing and it's way cooler. And he saves his friends and it's just like, and also it is a bit of like a self-sacrifice mm. because there's no way like he's going to come out of this well, particularly. Well, it's like, it's hard because, again, it's so it's such a blinder because he said to Ben, I'll save your life. And if I say, do your surgery and I'll save your life, you give me your word, you give me your facade. Yeah. He's got, and if they, if Kate and Sawyer get out, get away, he's going to save him. And he's still done what he said he was going to do. Well, you don't know if Ben's going to stick to his stick word. To his word. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Pickett will be coming for them. Pickett will be coming for them, that's true. That's he wants true. to kill Sawyer. He does. So bad. When Pickett gets something into his mind, he, he can't let it go. I don't like Pickett. He's in Kill Bill, you know. He's probably villain of the week. Pickett? Yeah. Yeah, he is villain of the week. Yep. Easy. Um, Should we talk about Kate's flashbacks? Mm, Nathan. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion appears. Yeah. He plays Kevin, <laughs> the cop that Kate marries. So we knew that Kate got married, by the way. Did we? We did know that. I didn't. Yes, because during the game of I Never with Sawyer back in season one. Oh, that game of I Never. Yeah, it came out this year. Oh, I remember. Yeah, you remember it. We also know she um, she once took a pregnancy test because she told son she once did. Not preggers. And it was negative. Maybe now. You, you were like, is that positive or negative? She might be pregnant now. That was your thought, wasn't it? That was my thought. I was like, they're not going to show a pregnancy test without hinting at some sort of pregnancy. So tell me why you think she might be pregnant now. Because she had sex with Sawyer Jacob. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have to be extremely lucky, no? I mean, it was unprotected. It was unprotected. Wear condoms, people. <laughs> Good advice. Unless you're trying for a baby. Unless you're trying for a baby. Yeah. Okay, I think we... I don't know. But that's why. It's that's true. how that works, Jacob. So why are we getting shy? This isn't bad. <laughs> you are. Mum might be listening. <laughs> um, I want to say the first, in, the, in the opening uh, flashback, uh, you hear a song that I really like. It's called Slowly by Anne Margaret. And it's it's in the, uh, you know, in the opening when she's in the hotel room and then you hear a cop knock on the door and you're like, oh my God, she's going to be caught. And then she opens it and then it's her husband. Hmm. Yeah, that scene. I like that scene. Yeah, it's a good little Because you're like, hold switch. on, why is she embracing the cop? Oh, wait, they're together. Is that Nathan Fillion? And then what's her name in this one? Monica. Monica. Yeah, so, okay. Long story short, she's living this sweet little life in Miami with her cop husband. She really, really gets on with her with his, with his mum, mm-hmm. who gives her um, an heirloom. Because she never had any daughters, and Kate's closest thing she's had. Like things are very cushy. Uh, and then one night she calls everyone's favourite marshal, <laughs> Edward Mars, played by the uh, in- indomitable uh, Frederick Lane, who 
We've showed up in a film I watched the other day, actually, by the way. And I think I'm the only person on Earth, apart from all of you who are listening, who watches the film and goes, that's the Marshal from Lost. Frederick Lane. Who was he? What film? It was, it was a Netflix film called Tallulah with Ellen Page and Alison Janney. Good. Average. <laughs> um, but also this scene, man, when she calls him up and she's like got her little timer and she's like, I'm in love. Let me go or whatever. Like, I promise. And then I won't run and all this. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. But we both know it's not going to happen, do we? That mm. scene bothers me for a few reasons. Why? Well, one, as if he's going to go, do you know what, Kate? Yeah, okay, I'll let you go. <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, this is boring me as well. You can go. You're in love. You can go. You, you, love? Nah. You've, okay, cool. Y- you've learned. Yeah. <laughs> one, that. Two, um, if he just did do that, okay, sure. Do you know what? Fine, great. He probably would be able to find her quicker. Like, lock her down. <laughs> her robot's down. That's why she's going, but we both know that ain't going to happen. It's like, mate, stop taunting her. You could just catch her if you just, like, led her to believe that you weren't going to, you were going to let yeah, her Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway. Flashbacks for you, any good? Do you like them? No. Really? Because I'm actually, now I'm talking about them, I actually don't mind them. I don't, I don't mind them. I think it just, I don't know. She gets married, and then by the end, she's not married again. And this, and the scene in which she, I think it just makes Kate. Um, it doesn't do anything good for her character. No, I I think it's difficult because I didn't. I know I didn't. Be, I couldn't believe it. I guess to a point. I don't know. It's hard. Like, like why, why, why is she happy suddenly being like this housewife? That's not Kate. I mean, but ultimately she wasn't happy, right? That's the point that it makes. Because at the end, when she, like, where she, he gets her tickets to Costa Rica, right? Oceanic tickets. Um, and she obviously can't go because she knows that she'll get caught at the, at the board control, whatever. Um, and then she has a pregnancy test and she's, like, thrown. She's like, my God, like, I'm on the run. This is awful. This can't happen. And then the way she just, like, drugs him, she's like, yeah. By the way, I did this. I'm, called, I'm not called Monica. Like it's really harsh. It's it's that's heavy. It's really Can heavy. I just say, <laughs> um, by the way, it's not my name. I'm not called that. Oh, you just bought us tickets to Costa Rica. Um, my name's actually Mo- not Monica. Yeah, exactly. Bye. She doesn't even say you. my name's Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy doesn't even know her name. I know, but that because she she's still trying to convince us that she loves him, and I believe she does. It's almost like she's leaving him because she loves him, right? Yeah, I know, but but that means she kind of was happy doing what she was doing. It's implied, like, I think it's just mixed messages. Because, like, you were just saying, oh, the point is that she's not happy like this. Mm. But then it's like, oh, well, she is happily in love and stuff, and she wants to stay with him, and she calls up the marshal even to, just to try and stay with him. Well, maybe it's, she says, I can't do this because she knows she can't. But she, deep down, she'd like to have that life. That's kind of more what I think, yeah. but that doesn't feel in keeping with her. Yeah, because whenever we see her, she is like on the run and all this thing is made about Kate being like, you know. There's a whole episode named On the Run, isn't there? Born to Run. Born to Run. Yeah. Born to Run. Funnily enough, in that episode, do you remember, it's the one where um, Kate gives Son the idea to um, poison Jin to keep him from going on the raft, mm. but then it ends up accidentally poisoning Michael. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it's 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 funny because she um she poisons. She just got a history of poisoning, isn't she? She does. It's just odd, isn't it? Because I think Kate's character, they almost don't know whether they want her to be like Sawyer, you know, this kind of badass, wisecracking type character. Yeah. Or like Jack. Well, you know, I think the more she feels comfortable... More, she feels that she's more accepted for who she's had to be with Sawyer. But I think deep down, had her mum not gone off with a horrible guy... Wait, she I mean, would have been a jerk anyway. Had she not ended up with a horribly abusive guy that she ended up killing and hence being on the run because of, mm-hmm. she would have lived a life that would have enabled her to be with a Jack. Yeah. Who is a Kevin. I can't do this. Taco night? I don't do taco okay, night. calm down, Monica. My name's not Monica. We've really gone heavy on this, this three-way, haven't we? Yeah. Well, that's why we're, that's what we're here for. No, I just, I don't know. I th- I like the stuff about Kate more being like on the run and stuff. Yeah, I feel like. Just, but you don't like. Them. No, I don't. You're yeah, right. I'm thinking thing. back about it. Neither side is written well enough for me to believe it. Mm. That's the problem. Do you think? I yeah. Something about it where like I still really like Kate. I like the concept of Kate as a character. The concept a lot. of Kate. Imagine liking the concept of someone and not liking the person. I like the concept of you, but I don't like you. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's sometimes how I feel about you. Yeah, well, I like the concept <laughs> of you being a bad boy, but this is not true. <laughs> I like Kate, but I way prefer her on the island than in her flashbacks. Sure, um, she's good on the island in this one. Well, oh, I think she's again, the only time I think I just like the island stuff in this episode. Flashback stuff, I'm not so keen on. You said they felt shoehorned. The flashbacks. You said they started to feel a bit redundant. Yeah, this is the first, like one of the first flashbacks where she's literally sleeping, and then we have a flashback. Yeah, you know, she's dreaming. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, these flashbacks don't really play into the episode much. You know, they're more like ticking a box, and like obviously they've had this Kate's character mapped out that she was married, and that she did almost settle down, but couldn't because she was on the run because there's been mention of it before, and it's just a good opportunity for us to kind of learn that, but that's kind of all we get. We don't really get development. We just kind of learn something that we've heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I mean, some of the flashbacks, I think someone actually tweeted us asking whether the flashbacks in general yeah. were beginning to feel like, you know, is there still the same need for them? And it's interesting thought, you know, that's that's Lost's thing yeah. to have flashbacks yeah. and give everyone their episode. But sometimes it does feel like why are we doing this? Like, this is an episode where it did feel like, why Why do we need this for Kate here? Like, it felt like the writers almost went, well, we need to do three, we need to do Jack, Sawyer, and Kate. Yeah. Like, this episode was pretty obviously going to be a Kate episode, I yeah, felt, because yeah, they'd were, done the other two. Yeah, you knew that, yeah. Mm, and so it, it just, yeah, it felt like, again, ticking a box. But also, like, in that respect as well, where it's just like, we have to do a Kate episode now. Yeah. Rather than organically, it would be a Kate episode. Like it almost felt like this could have, could have been a Sawyer episode quite easily. Perhaps would have been more fittingly a Jack episode. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Season three has some of the weaker flashbacks. Yeah, um, but there are some good flashbacks in there. I've got to say, um, yeah. There's no denying that the flashbacks that in this, these first six episodes 
apart from I'd say um, Sawyer's and maybe um, Sons and Jins and Jins, um, that the flashbacks weren't strong. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Concurred. There you go. Uh, I would do want to say thanks to Kevin's mother in the flashback. Uh, she gives us our one and only. Number watch. Kevin's mother says she has four boys. Number watch. Mr. Echo is dead and um, he has a funeral. He's buried. And Najawali Akinwayagbaji did not return for this episode. He was done. He was out of there. It's a body double, mate. Is it? It is. He was done. Dun, 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 dun. Dun dun dun. Barely remember these scenes. These ones are weird. So, and I um, only saw it about two days ago. <laughs> Nikki and Paolo are there. They're present. Oh. Basically, everyone who was locks like there's no way we've taken his body back to the beach because there's been one too many burials of late. And when you think about it, and also when Libby did die like just a week before, so locks kind of got got a point. Got a point. Um, so he buries them where they are um, at the site of death with the people who are in the Pearl Station. So you've got Desmond, you've got Saeed, you've got Nikki, Paolo, and Locke. Um, yeah, Nikki and Paolo, though. I just find it so funny. They, they've they only been in since episode three, but they really, they really loved Mr. Echo. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They were so concerned when he was like, not cool when they came back. Uh, from the being kidnapped by a polar bear. Um, and they were really, they just really, just really liked Echo. They were talking about Echo's brother and stuff like that. They really invested in Echo. It's quite nice. I guess, again, they're like the viewer. They are just, they're embodiments <laughs> of the viewer, aren't they, Nicky and Paolo? Very true. Very true. Well, they're, we... there, they're, they're, out there, they're out there. They're out there. They're out there. Um, not denying them that they shouldn't be there. I think it's great that they were there. But, um, so yeah. Locke and Saeed go off in the jungle uh, to get uh, Echo's Jesus stick. Yeah. yeah. Very nice of Locke, very thoughtful. Good use of time. But there's a scene between John and Saeed where Saeed's talking about the monster and Locke and there's still a monster with him. And like you say, it's very forgettable. Now, in season two or, or, or indeed one, an ep- a scene where Saeed and Locke were talking about the monster would have been huge and really cool. Mm. But it gets swallowed up because of everything that's going on on the other side of the island. Yeah. Doesn't it? I don't even remember what they talk about. Go on, enlighten me again. Well, he just just talks about... Saeed's like... like I think Locke tries to uh, backpedal about there being a monster and Saeed's like, no, there's a monster. There is a monster. Like, I remember it, but... It ju- it's such a generic lost scene, isn't it? With yeah. cameras kind of going around them, a bit forest in the background, and then them just going, oh, monster, Smokey killed him. But that's the thing. Saeed's talking about shit like this, because Saeed is a very rational man. Saeed is a bit like on the jack side of things, isn't he? He just wants to know what killed Echo, and Locke says he doesn't have a name for what it is, but it's a monster and all this. But he says what he does know is that Echo died for a reason, um, and then when he's giving a eulogy... Uh, Echo's grave. Uh, Locks. I don't know what that is, but you know. And then he starts like making 
the uh, crucifix, whatever, hammering it down. Yep. And he sees a little quote on Echo's Jesus stick. And immediately he's like, oh, this is a sign for me. <laughs> Lot could just be nuts, couldn't he? Wait, is this the bit where it says, look up? Yeah, it says, lift up your eyes and look north. Uh, north. It's a Bible quote. So he's like, he's got a direction, you know. And that's John, where he's chapter going. chapter 3, verse 5. That's where he's going, north. But now he's going to have to try and explain to them, we're going to go north. And then they're going to be like, why? And he's going to be like, because it said so on Echo Stick. And it just makes him sound loony. Yeah. yeah. He'll try and find a way around it. Yeah. He'll find another reason. I've got to say, going into the next stretch of episodes, uh, I don't know, just the, the whole, this kind of factor of it, it becomes way better. Okay. Everything does, man. And I... There are a few sketchy moments, maybe episodes, that I think you might not like, that I have a, a bit of an affinity towards. Um, but I think towards the back half of the season, you're going to love it. Okay. It's very much a different season to what it is at the minute. Okay. So if you're feeling a little bit underwhelmed, which I sense you are, please don't, because we're going some good places. I think I have felt slightly underwhelmed by it. I've, you know, this stuff on the second island has gradually won me over. Good. And I've been preferring that, you know, the last two episodes, I think. But, you know, I guess the grittiness that Lost is becoming a bit, it's just taken a bit of, a bit of time to get used to. Especially because the characters have been, who've been together for so long have been like split up. Yeah, you know, there's not as many, many funny hurly moments or anything like that. So I mean, very very few hurly moments. Yeah. No. So you know, it, it, I'm excited to see where it's going. Okay. I still I'm still not sure where the rest of the season's going to go. You know. Cool. I, it feels slightly, ever so slightly, directionless right now because all they've done is kind of like they've had them on Island Two, and then basically they've just been working back to getting to Island One. It feels like they'll probably get there within the next two episodes, two or three episodes. And then it's like, then what's going to happen? Are they going to like go back and like seek revenge on the others? Or are they, you know, I don't feel, I guess the, the idea will probably be, I imagine will be Jack being like, well, I've seen off the island, off both islands. Let's do that. And so I get, I guess that will be what his. What do you mean? You've seen. Well, you see, he knows there's a way off the island. Like Michael's gone. Right. He's seen the TV and stuff, so he, he knows there's a way out. Yes. And so I guess that will perhaps be his, what he wants. Sure. Do you think everyone's going to want to leave the island if Jack wants to? No, it'll be like, it'll be Jack v. Locke again, right? Yeah. But like the old days, you reckon? But a bit, but slightly more. You want that, don't you? To a degree. <laughs> Are you yearning for J- J- Jack versus Locke? I also, I mean, throw Ben in the mix. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like three of them. If he makes a sip out of the surgery life. I want them, I want both those groups to like make friends mm. and then to have the three of them trying to like faction it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what I want. So you want, that's your prediction for the four That's not my prediction. I've got a question for you. If, knowing that episode seven. Yes. Which we are going to watch, you know, pretty soon. But like, for the viewer, had to wait 13 long weeks. Yes. What would you expect from an episode like that, which is essentially a mid-season premiere? 
whose uh, episode would you th- do you reckon it could be? Um, yeah, what would you want from that? I mean, because all the other premieres have been Jack episodes, mm. you kind of think it's going to be him again. Right. Especially because they've left it on such a high with him. And they can't just let that roll over. Mm. So, something there. Or they'll go rogue and give like, be like a Ben episode. Okay. Or Juliet. Oh. Maybe Juliet. Hello. Mm. Okay. What? That, perhaps. That's my, <laughs> that would be, uh, yeah. Juliet. I like that. Um, cool. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed discussing I Do with you. Good. Uh, more than I thought I would, actually. I wasn't really enthused about this one because I knew you weren't super enthused about it. And also, I just thought it was going to be occupied by uh, Sawyer and Kate uh, chat. And it wasn't. We kind of went deep. Well, we went... It was Sawyer and Kate chat. Yeah, for the first bit, but then we went deep. We, yeah, we did. I. It's just a pleasure doing this with you, Jack. Good. Um, it's a pleasure doing it with you, too. And I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this one like they've enjoyed listening to the others. Um, I want you to tell people where they can find us. At Lost Boys Pod on Twitter. Correct. Email us at thelostboyspod email at gmail.com. Please email us. You're on... I'm at Jack J Shepherd. I'm on Jacob underscore Stull. Please like and subscribe us. Well, I don't know if you can like us, but yeah, subscribe. Yeah, you, you can rate us. Give us a five out of five. Actually, we've not. This, this is a call to arms. Please do that. We haven't asked you to do this in a long time. Yeah, I saw there have been a couple of rings coming through on iTunes, I think from people who are catching up and kind of hearing us talk about it then. Any one star? Um, There were there were about three or four one stars. What? Are you I th- joking? I think mainly because of audio quality. Oh, fair. And also one was because apparently copied someone else's idea. Oh, yeah. We dealt with that. that was yeah, we dealt with that. Yeah. There, but there have been lots of really nice five-star ones, and it's really, you know, makes my makes my heart sing. Yeah, it it, it makes me happy as well. And I just, um, any tweet we receive about the show, just any, even if it's not about whether you enjoy it or not, but it's just engaging with us about the show, is flipping brilliant. It's really, I think it's weird because we were looking at like stats and stuff and there are a couple of thousand people who apparently listen every week, which is insane yeah, it's nice, because nice. we were like, there are going to be five people, maybe 10. Um, <laughs> and now there are all these people and like, we can see people catching up with us. Mm. We can see all this stuff and it's just, it's crazy to think that's happening. And hopefully, you know, when we get around to, we're going to be doing Watchmen later this year as well. So yeah, hopefully more people come join us and you can come listen to us on that. Hopefully you'll just watch along with that. Be a current show, be post Game of Thrones, so HBO will be throwing a lot at it. God, bring on that time! No oh, man, it, it looks like it's gonna be so good as well. well what, you Watchmen. you got you yeah. got the book for your birthday. My birthday, I turned twenty eight last week, and I got Watchmen for my birthday. And I've, I've and this is the whole thing again. It's like I'm very new to the Watchmen thing, which is obviously different for the Lost. So I'm excited to get stuck into that and then watch a brand new David Lindelof TV show. God. God, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, oh, his face is glowing. <laughs> <laughs> exciting times. We've got a guest next week as well, don't we? We do have a guest next week. Um, but we will, uh, we're not going to tell you because we want you to, uh, we need to come back and find out who it is because we are clickbaiting you through the means of podcast. What do you call that? Podbait. Podbait, I guess. We're podbaiting yeah. you. Yeah, podbaiting you hard. <laughs> but yeah, in the meantime, uh, Jack, sign us off. Um, do you take this lost episode to be your lawfully wedded something I, or other? I don't. You remember what I told you on the beach? The 
day of the crash. Do you remember what story I told you when you were stitching me up? Do you remember it? Yes, yes, I remember. When you get safe, you radio me and you tell me that story. If I don't get a call from you in the next hour, I'm going to know something went wrong and he dies! I can't leave without you! Yes, you are. Go. Yes, I can't! Go! Now! <laughs>